0: forgotten yeah okay it starts like this
1: it starts with one which actually starts on two which is
0: whatever or five depends on what what instrument you're playing (laughs) (laughs) um there's this intro music that comes on it's like really like cool and everything and then there's like a scream and then somewhere in there we just slash slash (laughs) (laughs) slide. Right up in there. Right up in the house.
1: Ding dong,
0: you're dead.
1: Is the tagline of this 1985 movie that we are reviewing today.
0: Ding dong, you're dead? Ding dong, you're dead, bitch. (laughs) That's the tagline? That's the tagline.
1: For the movie House. From 1985. Brought to us by... Well, produced by... What was his name?
0: Sean S. Cunningham. What did he do? Friday the 13th. That's
1: right, motherfuckers. Yeah. And you thought that movie was slice and dice?
0: I also found out that the director, the Steve Miner guy, he also directed part two of Friday the 13th and probably worked on part one as and well. And H2O. H2O, yeah.
1: The yeah. wettest of all Halloweens.
0: Is it the wettest? Well,
1: it's H2O, that's water.
0: Right, yeah. I don't remember there being a lot of water there in it There wasn't. Movie,
1: there was probably rain, but that was a joke. That was science. It's a science joke.
0: (laughs) I know. I got it. It went over my head, but then I pretended like it didn't.
1: Okay. So the movie was written by Fred Decker, who wrote the screenplay as a horror movie, like straight out horror. But when it was adapted to this film, they threw some comedy in there.
0: Which I didn't catch until, I don't know, like... Through maybe a quarter of the way in, I realized that there was some funny, corny bits to it, but I thought they were really going for uh, horror, horror, like scare you, you know, Friday the 13th. That's what I was expecting, like something slasher, killer. Freddy
1: wasn't funny, but the remaining ones were correct. I don't know, um, but I don't mind a horror comedy, like Tucker and Dale, love it.
0: Well, and a funny thing is I also thought that they borrowed a little bit from Evil Dead
1: mm-hmm. and
0: Evil Dead is a very can you know it it does have horror uh, comedy elements in the horror and then sh- for sure Army of Darkness and whatever you could consider right. that a horror comedy kind of thing. Right. Um so I I think Did that they
1: borrow from it then because what came first? The Chicken Evil Media Dead and-
0: came uh, the, the first one was 1981. Okay. Um Evil Dead 2 came out after this movie in like 87 or something like that.
1: Uh, This movie also was uh, starring, not Cat Williams, I was waiting for some pen 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 pen, but I didn't get that, Uh, William Cat, who also was Carrie, oh he was in Carrie, he was Tommy. Tommy? In Carrie, with Sissy space. The
0: original one? Yep.
1: Um. Also, wait. Dol- who,
0: who, who who? Tommy is what her love interest or He's the guy I mean, who takes her to the prom? I
1: think, yeah, I think so. I don't remember. Is that
0: the John Travolta character?
1: No, not no, John no. Travolta. Was the bad guy?
0: Right. I yeah. don't remember people's names from Carrie.
1: Oh, whatever. He was in Carrie. Uh, George Wendt, who is Norm.
0: <laughs> yeah, Norm from Cheers. Yeah,
1: and then Richard Mole, who was Ben, the Ben in the, the army guy. The army guy. Yeah. Um, this was released at the same time as Pretty in Pink and only was in second place by $150,000 opening weekend. Because people apparently were into this shit in 1985.
0: Yeah, I, I was obviously reading up a little bit of the background on this too. And I guess the whole horror comedy element was something that the studio really embraced. And they it wasn't like it, people were trying to sell this as a horror movie and it just became a bad kind of comedy. It was like... Sort of really what they were trying to go for, and apparently that helped maybe in some ways, um, in the box office or something. I don't know, I don't know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> it was, it was, First it was step is
1: admitting it,
0: yeah. Well, I admit that I didn't know that it was a comedy going in, and so I just felt that it was overtly corny and it was like making me laugh, and it was 80s and nostalgia and whatever, yeah. But, um, then I realized. It really was trying to lean into it being kind of like a funny movie, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I felt like I looked at it slightly differently.
1: Yeah, I um, I recognize the the box art, like on what was it on Netflix on Prime? It was on Prime. Um, Prime? I recognize the box art, and it's just a like a decrepit hand ringing the doorbell, hence the tagline. I'm sure, which that that scene never happens in the movie, but um, I remember that box art. And thinking, I've never seen this movie, but I've never been drawn to watch it. But when we were work- looking at it today, we're like, eh, I guess we'll watch the fucking movie, right? It just happened. It just happened. But I think I've seen pit- bits of this movie before. Have you? I think we've seen that at the Fourth Horseman or something. Maybe. Because I distinctly remember those critter creatures.
0: Yeah. they a were, kid up the chimney. They were very, it was, and very briefly. And, and
1: disappeared with no explanation.
0: Yeah. It kind of remind That part... It started reminding me of like, um, what's that Kurt Russell movie, Big Trouble in Little China?
1: Yes, because they kind of look like the Garbage Pail Kids.
0: That oh yeah, that's true. They did kind of look like that. But so at that point, I just felt like now they're really leaning into it. But earlier on, the whole setup in the original like first you know half of the movie, they, it was more like the haunted house. The house was moving sharp objects. It was causing people well, to kind of go crazy.
1: Right. So why don't you just share what the movie's about? Let's give a quick synopsis.
0: Okay, you, you do the synopsis better, unless okay. you want to hear my version of it.
1: So the, <laughs> the, the synopsis of this movie is um, a Vietnam War vet um, is losing his mind and we go along with it. Or the actual storyline is um, a Vietnam War vet who is now an accomplished writer um, is, is has come back to the house where he was raised by his aunt who hung herself and she insisted the house was haunted um, and his trials and tribulations as he comes to terms with his missing son his failing career his failed marriage um, and norm
0: and norm. the he was like the kramer of (laughs) just showed showed hey it's midnight i'm here with some beers i thought you'd want a midnight snack i'm just gonna come into your house
1: Uh, okay so there were a lot of times where i i overreached like i was like i had to remember this is a comedy not a like psychological thrill because i was like oh norm or harold his name in the movie I thought it was going to be more sinister, but then I was like, no, this is a comedy. This is not going to be that. Um, But um, okay. So the main character is Roger Cobb. He is, as I mentioned, an author. He also is, um, he also, so he was an author, a well-recognized author, but he is writing his next book. Um, His agent doesn't want him to write about the Vietnam War because he says everybody's already tired of hearing the same stories over and over again. As I mentioned, his aunt, uh, his aunt, committed suicide um in the house and he insists that it's because the house is haunted he actually has flashes of her at some point where she says the house is going to get you too bitch um norm uh is actually harold in the movie and he is the nosy ass neighbor who does nosy ass neighbor shit like calls the cops on him and understandably so um Stands in, stands stands in, in his, his lawn, lawn yeah. so that the dog can take a shit in his lawn, meaning in through the, the picket fence to take a shit. Anyway, and then invites himself over when this house is being um, combed through by cops. and Or um, whenever,
0: even before that, he just, just showed randomly up. randomly at midnight. Hey, yeah. I
1: wanted a midnight snack, so I came over. That's why I thought he was going to eat him or something.
0: Yeah, I again at that point I also thought he might be more sinister, like you said, because I was expecting something. I was like, okay, well, the house is sort of haunted. We had a, a hanging, a, you know, uh, well, suicide, whatever. And I don't know, it just seemed like something deeper was gonna happen, and then it started getting more comedic. And um, well,
1: it starts really grim. Like this old woman is dead in the house by herself. Like. Who knows how many days she's been there because she was discovered by her Instacart guy.
0: Yeah, and she looked like she had been there for a minute. She was...
1: Uh, At least 10.
0: 10 what? Minutes. 10, no, like 10 <laughs> days or something. She looked like she was... like I don't know how often he comes with the groceries. Let's say once a I week. I think
1: it's weekly because he initially was going to leave the groceries there and was like, yeah, I'll, I'll just get the money from you next week because he...
0: So I think she got the groceries from him and, and then, then still decided still- to do it right afterwards. And then she was discovered a week later. That's my guess. Yeah, well,
1: so it does start really grim. And then it's her funeral. Her nephew, this um Roger Cobb guy, the main character, is at her funeral, his, uh, his other uncle, and mm-hmm. it is telling him how his aunt would never have committed suicide because she was not crazy, like his wife, who's sitting there crying, but... Um, And then we find out that Roger Cobb has not only is divorced by this A-list actress, like he's divorced from her, and they both have a child who is missing, feared kidnapped, feared dead. So it starts out really grim, and I'm like, this is good and gritty. (laughs) And then you get Norm, which... I love that guy. I love the actor. I love this character in this movie. But that's when you're, you're like, how is he going to play like like Fred Gwynn, right? In in Pet Cemetery. You right. love him as Herman Munster, right? But in Pet Cemetery, he's not Herman. And that's good because he's a completely different character. In this movie, Norm is still Norm. So I was at first like, is he going to be dark and mysterious? And we wouldn't suspect him because he's Norm. But no, he's just Norm.
0: Yeah, I was saying that it would have been funny if they had cast Woody Harrelson as the other guy, the Richard Cobb guy, because then it would be like the two of them what from Cheers. What was Woody
1: Harrelson doing in
0: 1985?
1: Uh, in, on Cheers? Uh, why don't you know this? Learn your culture.
0: My culture. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the... Th- the thing with the Norm thing, you're right. It just was like, maybe something extra is going to happen, but it didn't. It just sort of, that's where we realized, okay, there's this comedy element kind of coming in. Now, I also feel like, I wanted to say earlier, it's such a writer's fantasy movie. He's making the writer out to be this, like, you know, the the, oh, the, like, the yeah. movie star, everybody you know? like recognizes Everybody recognizes the author. Yeah, Everybody wants a little bit of the author. The author is so famous. Can I get your autograph, you know? And he's married to the 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 actress you know hot actress whatever and in real life most writers i don't know i don't i think that's still like the fantasy they're what about hoping paul for paul sheldon <laughs> same thing you know i don't know it's it's uh, th- that's
1: Kathy bates recognized
0: him. yeah she did
1: bucked up his legs
0: it's just i think what i'm trying to say is that writers are hoping that that will be their life one day but they're not they're not all gonna like, live that glamorous rock star life as a writer
1: Way no. to ruin it. Well, sorry. <laughs> um, but one thing I really did like is the house. The house looked so familiar. I don't know what else the house has been in. I do know that the house is uh, located in Monrovia um, where your cousin's bar is. Or his, your cousin's brewery is. Shit.
0: So then, yeah, that's a small town. We should probably be able to find out where that yeah, it's actual called, house is um, located.
1: Yeah, the actual house is called. Let me, I wrote it down.
0: It looks very statuesque. I feel like it's probably been used. Is that the wrong word? Statuesque?
1: What you call a tall broad, <laughs> I think? Um, it's called uh, Mills View. So the exterior of the house is, it's called the Mills View Estate. And it's in Monrovia. The interior shots, however, were filled in Desilu Studios.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Who's Desi Lou
1: Desi Lou Productions. Is Have that, you never watched I Love Lucy?
0: Is that who it is? It's Desi the, Arnaz and, and Lucille Luc- Ball. Uh-huh. So I, like I'm, guessing, I, I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing. I mean, instantly, that's what I'm thinking of when I heard of it, but I didn't know it was an actual thing. Yeah, I don't know a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
1: Very brave of you. That's very brave.
0: <laughs> I'm learning a lot. <laughs>
1: That's important
0: yeah we should go try to find the house one day that'd be cool
1: yeah then we'll head over to uh, hop secret
0: or go to hop secret first get drunk there and then (laughs) go find the house
1: well okay so i know this is a bit late but for my birthday we went to um the queen mary Mm -hmm. to try to find ghosts while we were drunk we found no ghosts unless that guy that led us into that secret room was a ghost
0: Um, Yeah, that was that was something else. Like it was like some shining shit. Like all of a sudden we're in some grand ballroom and we're not even supposed to be back there. And how the hell who is this guy? He's got the keys to let us in. And it was uh, it was funny. I mean, that was a good experience.
1: Yeah, it was. uh, But it reminded me because I'm like, I'm not going to drunkenly go look for this house, but I will drunkenly look for some
0: ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: Shout out to Robert, if that's his real
0: name. I don't know. I don't even remember. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't pick him out right now in a line if no, I saw No, no, <laughs> no. And he was
1: pretty cool. He like walked us over to this ballroom that wasn't open to the public and let us just hang out.
0: Yep. We gotta go back one time. Maybe see if we can
1: find some ghosts.
0: Find some yeah. I did
1: well, I didn't break a door, but I went there was a door with the that they said that it was a haunted room there and I was turning the knob and the people that were there before us were turning the knob and when I turned the knob it just stopped turning.
0: Oh right. Yeah. Yeah, that was an adventurous night. That was fun. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how we got on that topic. but You want uh, me to
1: go drunkenly go look for this house. I don't oh, want to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that drunk. I'll Gosh, get sober okay, before,
0: okay, okay. before the bar. Okay, well.
1: Um, So this guy moves into his aunt's house. And, you know, she starts seeing shit, right? But then it, it's. He? <laughs> so,
0: you mean the guy himself? Yeah, so, yeah, Roger. You said she. That's why I was confused. I thought you meant the aunt
1: he starts seeing shit yes and um but it, there's a lot of like funny things that happen because he's kind of awkward he looks like i don't know i don't know how to say what he looks like but he looks like he's a diet version of somebody but i don't know who yet <laughs>
0: yeah. you know
1: like i feel like his hair could have been a little bit curlier or um or he could have been a little bit more like I don't know. I don't know. He seems like he's a diet version of somebody.
0: What was up with that really deep V he was wearing?
1: No. What was up with him brushing his lips?
0: That I don't know. I have no idea. I think he was trying to brush his teeth, but then maybe his lips
1: got in the way. Yeah, you open your mouth to do that?
0: No. <laughs> I don't brush my teeth that way, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. But yeah, it was it was a little strange.
1: So in what? So in the night that he brushes his lips, he hears this sound coming from another room, and he goes to investigate it. And he opens the door, and sees nothing. So he goes back to brush his lips. I assume the clock strikes midnight, which I have a question about. The clock strikes strikes midnight, and he goes back to open the door, and this monster comes out, scratches the shit out of him, and terrifies him.
0: Yes. Now we're in full on like now it's a monster. horror movie, yeah.
1: comedy monster movie. Um, and, you know, he sets up surveillance videos um, so that the next day he can try to open the doors. And he sets up this contraption to allow him to pull the door open and all the cameras turn on and uh, Betamax this and VHS that, which was it was quite funny. Um,
0: which didn't even really make sense because some of those cameras you had to actually press the button and, you know, wind right. to the they next. Weren't they weren't
1: on automatic. Yeah. One was a, a wind up camera. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. That's why I was like, uh, Kind of lost me on that, but if you're in 1985 when this movie comes out, you're not paying attention to that because maybe you're not hip to all the new technology yet.
0: Well, in 1985, we were all just learning all of that stuff at the same time, so nobody was really hip to any of it yet. it was
1: three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I was a couple years older, but it's just that at that time, you know, when you go back and look at anything from that era, that time period There's a lot of like people not knowing or learning or just, you know, understanding what things are, you know, like they could be baffled by the newest technology. And it's unlike today where I feel like in in the real world, everybody's always trying to hear about what's the newest thing. So they're already prepped about it. Like the next thing is going to be able to do this, you know,
1: I still have an iPhone 10 because I refuse to buy new technology. (laughs) If it still works, it still works. Okay. I got to. Delete some pictures. I'll delete some pictures. <laughs> but so maybe there's people like that that have been like, oh, yeah, I'm sure that makes sense somehow. Anyway, the point is there's a fucking monster in this closet. The same huh. in the same bedroom where he also witnessed the, the ghost of his aunt hanging herself. But before she hung herself, said this house is going to take you too. it. Tricked me. It's going to trick you, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, so there's a haunted house element to it. There's a monster element to it. Um, then there's the internal turmoil, right? Because he's going through a divorce. He's still obviously in love with his wife or his ex wife. Uh, he has a son that mysteriously disappeared while he was watching him. <laughs> and then a car skidded out at the same time that uh, he was drowning in the pool. Right. So two but then different, he
0: wasn't in the pool he when he, he went to pool. go. Yeah. Look for so, him.
1: so you're like, what the fuck is happening? What kind of crazy shit is this? Right. Is it a haunted house?
0: He seems to have FBI on speed dial and shit. Yeah, too. he calls like, the
1: FBI <laughs> for an update, and they're like, "Nah, man." Um, and also,
0: like, leave the CIA alone. Okay, stop. Bothering yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but more funny elements are um, like you know when you go when you know in Christmas someone inevitably is going to get that bass fish. That's oh, mounted yeah. and sings. Yeah, they have a swordfish version of that in this one, and it tries to attack him. So he shoots it, of course.
0: Those are the elements that I said were reminding me a lot of like uh, Evil Dead.
1: Mm-hmm. At one point, he gets. Uh, I guess Norm starts feeling a little bit concerned about him because Norm comes in and at some point, in, and Roger tells him, "I'm the house is haunted, this and that." Right. So Norm steals his phone book, calls his ex-wife, and says, "You gotta, Sandy, you gotta check on him." She comes into the house to check on him, and it's right after the fish attack. After the fish attack, there's the attack of the killer tools. After
0: the attack of the killer tools, yeah, attack yeah. of
1: the killer tools, and then after that, Sandy walks in, and turns into this big, huge, bloated monster, and he shoots her.
0: Yes, and he it's does. Sandy. Yes, he does.
1: And he, it's Sandy, and he shoots her, and she's out on the patio. He goes out there with the patio with the, with his shotgun. Norm looks out, and he's like, "Oh," he, but he can't see the dead body. He can only see. He thinks it's
0: a suicide he's, attempt or yeah. whatever he says.
1: And so he calls the police. The police show up, and in true intrui- and uh, um, and Roger hides her body, no blood anywhere, miraculously, and in true white privilege way, he's just sitting out there, leaning his, his gun. gun. While police officers come up to him, they don't shoot him and says, oh, I was just cleaning my gun and it went off. And they're like, "Okay," And they go in for a cup of coffee. Yeah. Stupid. Did you know that Derek Chauvin, the guy who was in jail for killing George Floyd, got stabbed the fuck up in jail?
0: Oh, I didn't know that, but I could imagine that's what would happen. I think he knew that that was going to happen, too. Yeah,
1: that's why they were requesting like protection or something. Oh. That's what condoms are for. Fucked up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say about the actor who played Richard Cobb or whatever his name is. Roger. Roger Cobb. He really is like selling it, though. Even though this movie he's is committed. very... Co- yeah, yeah, he was he's committed. committed. He's like the guy from Reanimator who's like, I'm all in. Like, oh, I love gonna- that
1: guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So um they leave it turns out it's not sandy it's that monster and he has to kill that monster and he finally kills it and buries it in little pieces around the garden
0: right it was like an epic battle for a minute there and he he ended up winning and he's digging up holes in his whole fucking garden it's but then and then he's got that neighbor who you know the hot neighbor who was jogging who you know, decides to come over and, and swim in the fucking pool. It's like, oh, well, I used to do it when your aunt was alive, but how That's called it...
1: pretty privilege. <laughs> well, yeah, so
0: you know she's dead, and you know that you saw me, You thought it would still be cool to come swim in my pool. It's like,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what the fuck? And you think that she comes over so that they can, you know, do a little brown chicken brown cow. Mm-hmm. She comes over and asks him to babysit. Drop
0: the fucking First of off. all,
1: you don't know this guy. Secondly, he has a dead or missing child.
0: Oh yeah, hold on. <laughs> let, let, let's...
1: Why would you give him your child to babysit?
0: Absolutely. And then let's talk about the fact that he went in, took this kid into like the bathroom, and she <laughs> didn't even say shit about it when they came out. Like, where'd you guys go? And he's like, pops out of the bathroom with this kid while he was trying to pry off this dead hand from the back of his neck. But, like, none of that's, like, suspect to this lady. She's like, oh, yeah, you guys just came out of a room with a closed door. Like, what were you doing in there?
1: It was the 80s.
0: I know, but still, I think people should know better, right?
1: They didn't in the 80s.
0: Yeah, I guess Didn't
1: you have a school thing where they checked your prostate? (laughs) 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 Weren't you abused at your school? (laughs)
0: Oh, I can't believe you're bringing that up again. Oh, sorry. I try to forget that, but then <laughs> oh, you remind
1: my God, me. Are you serious?
0: <laughs> Since that episode, yeah, I've been trying to forget that.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. You're like. I'm really sorry. You can cut okay. that if you want.
0: No, it's okay.
1: I didn't think it was like hurting. I thought it was no, just a joke. No, it doesn't
0: hurt. I'm a fucking man. I'll cut that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, while the boy is there. There's a couple things that happened that made me laugh. One, um, <laughs> there, <laughs> <laughs> he and his, he and this kid are watching his ex-wife on a soap opera <laughs> or some show, and the character, the male character, is telling his wife's character, "It's not, <laughs> it's not my fault that I've been a." Prostitute my whole, whole life. life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why do you
0: have
1: this child watch me?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was fucking crazy.
1: But also, that's very sad.
0: There was, I think, some sort of a uh, thing in there, too, where she says something about my sister's an only child.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like, what? <laughs>
1: But, okay, so he, uh, he puts the kid to sleep and then goes back to writing. Because in, in throughout all of this, he's writing his novel about his experience in Vietnam. And here's his experience in Vietnam thus far at this point in the movie. He is in Vietnam in the jungle with his, I was going to say his crew. What's it called?
0: Platoon? With his
1: platoon. Uh-huh. And he has one buddy there named Big Ben, he's this tall guy, takes no shit from nobody, kind of obnoxious. Um and in there he volunteers to to go point, to be point, to go first. Uh, yeah, I think. Scout. Yeah. Scout, right. Um and in that he gets shot the fuck up and doesn't die and he asks Roger, Big Ben asks Roger.
0: Kill me now. Kill me
1: now. And Roger runs away he says he goes to look for help but who are you gonna to find to help because if help was nearby they would have come and help you already it's just your platoon they don't like you and they don't like Big Ben you think they're gonna come and help anyway that's where we are at this point of it so he's writing this he's coming out of this very emotional scene where his friend is shot up and taken away by um, by Vietnamese soldiers and he's um, and he's like at such a emotional apex and guess what happens the boy is gone the little boy he's babysitting is gone and he searches for him and he is being taken up a chimney by these by garbage pail kids they're, they're called critters <laughs> but they look like garbage pail kids they're like i don't know how else to describe them
0: It's like the whole, the movie could have, I don't even, we don't even know how any of these entities are connected. Like, what what are those and why are they there? Is it the same evil spirit just incarnated into different things or is are they all henchmen and are they all together you know like what the fuck is that there there was those two things mm-hmm. there's the thing that came out of the closet mm-hmm. there's the demon lady version of his wife which mm-hmm. you know again reminded me of like an evil dead character
1: and the ghost of his like child and wife yeah. or no and uh, aunt
0: and then there's also the the, the nothing that you see when all the the knives and shovels and stuff start floating the around the spirit
1: of the, the house The boy goes home.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He just goes home. Yeah, goes home. He's like, "Oh, thanks for babysitting him. You did a great job. I knew you would."
1: The next day, um, Roger asks Norm to come over to watch a movie at midnight and some beers. And that's when Roger tells Norm, his name's Harold. Roger tells Harold, Norm, that everything that's going on. No, he doesn't. He tells him, "There's a fucking raccoon." And I need you to shoot him when I open this door.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a very big raccoon, and it comes in through the hole in the house, and then he, he made feeds. a hole in
1: the roof. So you have to make sure not to shoot me, shoot it. So he opens the door after midnight. This big monster comes out. Norm shoots it, and it still takes away Roger, and it takes away um, the line because he shoots it with a harpoon
0: right yeah and
1: uh at this point um norm can't do anything so he downs a bottle of whiskey and just waits for roger to come back roger in the meantime is in vietnam jungle again and we find out that um
0: is his uh no,
1: he we found out find out that big ben
0: big ben is, is he asks now at, him this... To,
1: no, at this point he asks him to finish him off and in the most hilarious way of finishing him off kind of thing, he pulled out a serrated knife and I'm like, you're gonna You're gonna what saw his head off? Like you have a gun. Like, I don't know. Um anyway, so after all his experience, whatever, he comes back and he he realizes that there's he sends he he takes Norm home, he comes back, he realizes that there's a portal, it's this and that, and he like finds his own way to find out that The house had swallowed his son. And he finds that out in one of his aunt's paintings.
0: Right, because it's... uh, Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he realizes that his son is in the mirror. So the mirror in the bathroom is a portal. And he goes and he rescues his son. He brings his son back to, quote, the real world. And and come to find out, Big Ben's ghost body thing was the one keeping his son hostage to get back at Roger for not killing him because if had he killed him, it would have spared him being tortured for months.
0: So do you think that Big Ben is also the one who was uh spooking his aunt and got her to commit suicide? Or, like, that wouldn't make any sense, right? It would have to be something entirely different. Uh hmm What does that mean? I have uh-huh. thoughts. Mm-hmm. Well, what are your thoughts? That's what I'm asking you about. So
1: he finally, so hold on. At the end of the movie, you know, everything comes out. The house blows up and catches on fire or whatever it is. Uh, Norm is safe. Um, The wife happens to show up. The real real Sandy comes out of a taxi as the house is catching on fire. And then Roger and his son come out unscathed.
0: Yeah, she doesn't seem to be as excited as you think she would be to find out that uh, her son is alive still.
1: I thought she was okay. So. Did
0: you? You know, uh, well.
1: So here's here's the my, my grand understanding. Oh, here's where I am with this movie. It was too much of a movie.
0: Too much of everything. Yeah, I think yeah. it's too much trying to like incorporate too many themes into the plot.
1: Right. So it's a haunted house. It's a haunted house. Yep. It's multi dimensions. It's um ghost story. It's a revenge story. Yeah. It's a mental health. And war,
0: war trauma. PTSD. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And it is a comedy it wrapped up in all of those <laughs> all of things. That, yeah. And they like a lot of people, I was reading a lot of people really like this movie. I don't mind the movie. It's a it's it's fun. It's a fun movie. It could have been such a good horror movie, like horror, like true horror movie, if they had stuck with one of the themes. For example, they the, the ant. Seemed to be able to have premonitions of what was happening in the house around her with the true haunted house experience. And that's how she was able to paint the portals and, and things were going to happen. Because when the tools attacked, when it was tool she, time, she had a painting, had a painting of painting tool of time, yeah. you know. So I thought that that could have been one really good fucking movie. Um, the whole revenge plot where the spirit of this soldier who... Um, who swears he's gonna get even with Roger comes and kidnaps his kid. That could have been its own movie, and it would have been really good. Um, I don't know. It was it was fun. I feel like it could have been so much more robust had it focused.
0: Yeah, I didn't like how it ended, basically with it being the revenge of the uh, military guy. Right. Like that, that's sort of like reaching a stretch. First of all, most of the military people, I would assume who are very dedicated are not going to come back and haunt their, you know, like, okay, sure, you don't leave your no man left behind kind of thing, but yeah. in the situation in that sense, if they couldn't do anything about it, it really wasn't his fault that he didn't kill him, because it's not like he got captured and then tortured and whatever. The, the...
1: He did get captured and tortured.
0: But they killed him like very, right away, didn't they? No,
1: they didn't. He said, they shot him, then they dragged him into, drag, drug him dragged him Drugged him, dragged him. I think they
0: dragged him. <laughs> I think drugging him is something entirely <laughs> they different. They
1: dragged him into the jungle, deeper into the jungle. And then when the Ben character comes back, he says, they tortured me for weeks.
0: Oh, okay. I missed that part then, yeah. I guess. But-, but
1: I understand what you're saying. Um, I think that the Ben character, though, was kind of fucking crazy anyway, aside from more.
0: Yeah. But either way, that's the, to end on that note... From it being like maybe I don't know something it was else. Yeah, I didn't think that that's how I I didn't like the ending. Whatever, yeah. it had its moments. The movie like again, if you go and you watch it up front as like okay, this is gonna be corny comedy and like horror, then yeah, there's some stuff that you can laugh at and enjoy mm-hmm. or whatever. It's fun. Um, yeah,
1: it's fun. But, it's got a little bit of everything. Like this is a great movie. Like if you've already des- desensitized your children beyond coraline and stuff like if you've already gotten your kids into something a little bit kind of like like guys get shot up in this movie so if you already got your kids to sensitize to that like i recommend um this would be a good movie to watch with them because it's kind of funny and there's no sex scenes if you're weird about sex scenes yeah i
0: abs- i absolutely agree because i felt like again i've said this in other episodes like i wish i could have gone back and seen this movie as a 10 year old or whatever mm-hmm. This would have been perfect for me to see at that age. And then, because mm-hmm. then it would have actually been kind cool. of cool and scary yeah. and funny all at the same time. Um, but yeah, I agree. It's a good one for like maybe a little bit of a younger audience or something like that. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Now, if we really need to tie it all together and make it as a cohesive movie, here's what happened.
0: Okay. Ready? I'm ready.
1: Sorry, this chair kind of squeaked right now for the first time ever, and my kids built it, so if I fall, don't laugh.
0: <laughs> I don't think you're gonna fall. It looks very hefty. I think we need to get another one of those for Just the studio.
1: Called my chair fat?
0: No, I like it. It's a. It's a.
1: I I was influenced. <laughs> I got it this crisscross applesauce chair from TikTok. <laughs>
0: I'm telling you, I think it's a perfect podcast chair. It is chair. really
1: good because I li- I literally sit crisscross applesauce at work all the time, and this is really good. And because I have a wide ass um it's really nice to not have my ass hanging off the sides of the chair because it's very uncomfortable
0: yes uh, i don't know about that but i do (laughs) know that it looks very comfortable and i kind of want one for this uh for that side yeah it would be a lot nicer especially if we get some cameras up again it'll look cool to have that yeah cameras
1: would be nice and then i'd have to start brushing my hair again (laughs) (laughs) um okay cohesive okay bring it back here's how this movie works um, the aunt, Mrs. Hooper, maybe Toby Hooper's wife, <laughs> um, Mrs. Hooper, um, she hung herself because the quote, house quote got to her, right? Mm-hmm. She hangs herself. Let's say that that's the fact of it. It's a ha- haunted house. But it, when he, when Roger moves back into the house, we find out he this is the house he grew up in. So he should already be aware of a lot of the elements there. But he doesn't because he is not the same person that he used to be because he went off to war, came back with PTSD, came back to PTSD. His child's gone. His wife's gone. So much trauma. Right. Mm-hmm. So. He goes back to the house. He has this interaction with the ghost of his aunt saying, hey, just so you remember, this house knows all your secrets. Right. Right. And as he was writing a book anyway about his experiences in Vietnam, which was already going to be very emotional, very triggering, um, he started losing his mind, mm-hmm. right? Um, and all the rest of it is in his head until he burns his the house down with him in it.
0: Okay. And then that's the movie. That's and the- that's
1: the whole reality behind it because Norm is very concerned about him uh, never not in any way feels that he's sane, right? Even in the first interaction, he's kind of like, what the fuck? Sandy also is like, I'm staying away. Do you really think that all of a sudden he's going to find his child in a haunted house that he was burned down and his wife happens to come home at the same time and they're one big happy family again? No, that mm-hmm. is his... Yeah. He's in crisis this entire movie. He had a break. And now he's probably in the house burning himself alive
0: okay i yeah okay i definitely see where because
1: if it was a haunted house and it did show you the truth about who you were this is where he finally faces that he was not able to help his friend and took the blame for not being able to kill him and thinks that he was tortured and it's all in his mind that he himself is unable to find his own child Uh, that's also a huge thing and then you know
0: so the child part of it though he lost the child while while he was living in the house that he lives in with his aunt after he was married to this actress and a hotshot writer like
1: correct. So that's what I'm saying, <laughs> it's in his head.
0: Yeah, I know. I just if that was the real but that that's the reality of what the movie's laying the out real, for us, okay, right? The
1: real aspect of it was yes, his child disappeared from their home while they were there. They could have been... Either, I don't think they were living in there. Otherwise, the room that he sleeps in wouldn't have been his old bedroom. It would have been a new bedroom for him and his wife so, and then another bedroom for So maybe for his they son. were visiting the aunt's yeah.
0: house and that happened or something like that.
1: Yeah. And the, and the house... But
0: when that happened, the mother, Sandy or whatever her name mm-hmm. is, and him are there. They seem to be like not just visiting. And the aunt's not around. She's not a part of them.
1: She was there. Because she came out when the investigators were there. She came out and said it was the house. Oh,
0: right, right, right. She was there at the time.
1: I I don't know about you, but if I go to my family's house and I stay for a week or two, you're helping with the lawn work. You're helping clean the house. <laughs> I mean, this is how you do it. You don't just go to somebody's house and expect not to do anything. So
0: the thing I guess what I was trying to say is like the aunt doesn't take any blame for losing the kid. But in reality, it's her house. It's her house that's haunted. It's her house that captured the kid and took him. And she obviously knows because she did a painting about it, but she's taking no blame for that because she's like the house.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: your yep. fault for coming over here with your kid, basically.
1: Yeah. And if, he, and he obviously was in Vietnam before his kid was born.
0: Yeah, I would hope,
1: you know what I mean? So it's like he was already broken when he had his, when he got married and when he had his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so guess. anyway, no, that's how I make it make sense. It's, I mean, what if his missing child, like he accidentally killed his child and hid his body or something? You know, you never know.
0: Yeah, again, there's all these little avenues that they that's didn't dig made, enough into, into to kind of figure it out. It really, I guess, in a way, the all these different paths of the story or or whatever just kind of kept you having. It was like that's what kept you guessing because you really weren't sure which direction the movie was even going, and mm-hmm. it was like, okay, is this a miss? Is this a uh, um, a kidnapping mm-hmm. movie is this a you know why and I don't know just and again like the whole yeah, element of this is just too much yeah and I think but in one way that keeps you guessing because you don't know which way it's going um, are you
1: the fucking crazy one who knows
0: right right
1: so and it, it might be a brilliant movie,
0: yeah, I guess it depends the
1: special effects are pretty cool
0: they were okay I yeah. felt like you I like know, the
1: garbage pale kids.
0: I felt like that they, um, you know, had Tom Savini and Friday the 13th. So <laughs> this one, it was going to be hard to really follow up with
1: mm-hmm.
0: with him, without him. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was some pretty... I wouldn't say there was some, like, how you like to say, juicy there wasn't effects. Any, well,
1: there weren't great kills. There were yeah. not... That didn't happen in this movie. But it was more about, like, monsters and weirdness. Like, yeah. like that, I told you that swordfish that was yeah. flopping around... And um one one scene where somebody got shot up, which was just squibs, right? Um so the effects were less gory and more
0: There was a decapitation scene though. The uh when they chopped off the head of the
1: Oh yeah monster oh, fake, Sandy. Yeah, yeah, the fake sandy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess so.
0: It wasn't again, it didn't have like evil dead blood sputing mm-hmm. out everywhere. It was just like
1: Yeah. I mean, but it, I, was okay. it was okay the fun. effects
0: weren't too bad they definitely were were practical 80s effects
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and yeah they had that kind of cartoonish element to it sort of the Muppets the Jim Hensony kind of look with mm-hmm. with some of the um, although what was that one movie um, the one I'm well partially now I'm thinking of the thing you know like the monster. And uh-huh. the thing, like, that sort of kind of reminded me of the thing that comes out of the closet. Mm-hmm. But there's another movie where something comes running out of, like, a long hallway after somebody. And I can't remember. I feel like we did an episode huh. on this movie. That. But um. anyway, I don't remember. I can't think about point. it. Yeah. I mean,
1: I can't think of it. Um, it kind of reminded me of, you know, in the movie Beetlejuice, where... Where Barb and what's the husband's name?
0: <laughs> you should know, not me. I, I don't remember as well as you do. Where
1: the um, where the Maitlands um, are trying to scare off the Deitzes, and um, and one of them stretches and then they stretch their face forward, and so they have those long mm-hmm. faces and right. stuff. It reminded me of that kind of special effects. That kind of effects, like that kind of um, style. Right. Um. That was what the critters look like to me not the same faces no like kind of like that same clay kind of feeling Right, right, right. yeah
0: you like those twins or whatever they were right yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think um let's see and then the the ending thing he kind of reminded me of eddie from uh iron maiden the big (laughs) yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: what's his name big ben Mm mm-hmm well, were you going to say something about the clock and 12 o'clock or something? There was something earlier you were going to bring up or something.
1: Maybe that's when his meds wear off. Uh, maybe. Maybe that's when, you know, he's asleep and he hears it in the background and in his mind something switches.
0: Could be. Um, I don't know. Hmm. I.
1: Or that's the time that the portal unlocks to the dead.
0: <laughs> Twelve. it should be maybe three. That's what I hear. Yeah. Now, how does Maybe the
1: witching between... hour work with um, daylight tape, daylight saving time?
0: Well, I think that the witches don't follow daylight savings, regardless. So, I think that it's it only moves for the people who do daylight savings, but they just always do it at the same time. Does so the that fact make that sense? Sometimes
1: I wake up at two. Sometimes I wake up at yeah, three. I think it's fine. I think so. Okay, so I'm just possessed
0: because. I don't think that the witches would really care what the fucking farmers had to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, really? You're going to change the time because you woke up and it's a little too dark? Like, no, we don't go by that. We're on witch which time. <laughs> That's my thought process on it.
1: I think it was uh, a fun movie. It's it was nice a fun to, movie. It's nice to get back to recording uh, with something like that because it's not too serious. It's not too... We don't have to get too... In- in depth we don't have to get too involved with it there's little to no research on those because there's, i mean it's a it's not really so coherent that i want to deep dive into something
0: did you know that they made multiple
1: yeah there's like five house movies i think
0: four but uh, i didn't see a fifth one but maybe possibly oh. but i don't know if they yeah, i don't know it's if they tie into one another i didn't look into that i think but... that
1: character that um Rogers in all of them and norms in some of them you think so yeah, I think I saw that. Interesting. Interesting.
0: I think Norm could have been used better.
1: Yeah. I mean, you think that that's like a big name for that time?
0: Like, he wasn't that funny either for him to be the comedic relief. You know, he was just kind of dumb. He drank shitty Miller High Life beer. That's the like,
1: champagne <laughs> of beers on my Michelob.
0: No, it is. <laughs> You're right. It's Miller High Life champagne of beers. You're oh. correct. But still like the cheapest shitty beer and to have now i get it if norm is drinking it because he didn't seem like what did we find out what his job was no right so we don't know he's just a mailman he's just a neighbor so they oh yeah he mentions at one point about like are you an a's fan so that i'm thinking oakland a's that's
1: monrovia bro
0: (laughs) but then he at one point i thought he said something about marin but Marin County is a county up there in the in the bay area which would make sense if they were an mm. Oakland A's fan but I don't know if they would consider that like without saying the word county after it's not like the town is called Marin. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But yeah, he he could have been funnier and um I don't know. I think like they just didn't use him as well as they could have. They gave him some shitty lines. They probably didn't let him improv, and uh, I don't know. He just <laughs> could have been better.
1: Yeah, it feels like a rush. The movie, and in their rush, they still had too many elements. I don't know. I, I it could have been three great movies.
0: When I first saw Sean S. Cunningham's name come up. I was like, I got excited. Well, it said Sean is kind of a production, so I was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, maybe he's got his little company, and he's helping to put out some other like low budget movies, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, okay, he's it's like actually produced by him as well, not just him his production company. And then so I'm like, okay, well, maybe they're really trying something here, you know, um, because Friday the Thirteenth was undoubtedly like a you know mm-hmm. game changer at the time i mm-hmm. mean you know it's not the first slasher but it's one of the first slashers and it really obviously we all know jason you know mm-hmm. the character even though he wasn't in technically was in the first, first one? one but the thing is like he was a part of you know marketing that whole friday the 13th they just took out the ad in the paper or Key whatever it was to, in like the
1: horror genre yeah
0: and so you'd think, like, okay, well, now he's got his foot in the door. They're going to, you know, give him a little bit more reign to do what he wants. But then this movie just sort of comes out as, you know, again, a comedy, which I, I, from the research I did see, like, they knew that going in. They weren't, like, baffled, like, who wrote this fucking thing? they It was supposedly darker, and then they really did kind of, like, lighten it up a little bit. So they knew they wanted to go for some kind of, like, Funny element, and I don't know. I guess they were happy with it, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully there is not a. Well, was there a remake? I would hope not. Okay, I think there was a movie called House from nineteen seventy seven that I kept seeing, and I don't know if it's the same thing.
0: Mm, I don't know. That be there's also
1: this show called House.
0: Yeah, I've heard of that one before. Yeah, it's Doctor. I think
1: that shows why I'm an asshole. He's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I liked House. That was a good show. I mean, I didn't not really into like daytime television shows like that. It was at nighttime. It feels like a daytime television show.
1: Fucking vampire. <laughs> um, I didn't get a chance to watch it a lot. Like when when House came out, I had just become a mom and um I had just become a mom and I was with an abusive partner. So, I didn't really get to do a lot of the things I wanted to do. Um, House was a really good show, so I was glad that I was able to years later watch it on streaming. I haven't seen it throughout, though, I haven't seen every episode. The, the, or th- the like
0: thing that. with those are you don't necessarily need to see every episode, but sometimes there are certain episodes you need to see because things that's where their you know Keiko connecting point thing. is, yeah. yeah. And then it's like there's certain you know, parts that you want to get to, Mm -hmm. like if you, whether you know it or not, like whatever, oh, maybe someone goes to jail or maybe someone dies or Mm -hmm. whatever. But it's like, in order to really kind of get there, you have to watch at least the majority of them. So it sort Mm -hmm. of makes sense. It's hard to just like jump in and just be like, oh, where are we at now, you know? Um, I watched it all the way through because I was like, at that time, I don't know, I had streaming and I had a lot of downtime. So I guess I just uh, breezed right through it. But um, there I don't even remember it now. So what what was the point? (laughs) (laughs) It
1: it occupied your time.
0: Yeah, yeah. The only reason needs a job. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I still worked. I just had ways of like watching stuff while I was working. I guess. I don't know. I I do miss sometimes getting into a good show where Mm -hmm. you just gotta like binge into it.
1: Yeah, currently that's me and the Great British Baking Show. Um. Also, I'm back to like maybe my seventh time rewatching The Office. I'm at the Michael and Holly breakup episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. I also do the same thing with I. I've like restarted Blacklist so many times that I've seen the first episode like six times, but I haven't seen anything past like episode three. Oh,
0: I well, don't there's think there's, I've gotten into Blacklist. It's, that's not Black Mirror, right? Robert
1: California in it.
0: Okay, but then what's black? What's black? I'm thinking Black Mirror, maybe. I, I don't know. know. There
1: was some uproar about that, and apparently that was a good show. Um, you know what? I really liked um, the show called Fringe. Never seen it. I've seen it too. That's where I get the name Walter from. Oh,
0: you know what? You'll like this. Um, you get the name Walter from Fringe. Huh. You just like Walter. You want to name a dog Walter because of this Fringe? Yeah, that's the old name. It's man. a TV show? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think I've heard of it. Um, what, what I was going to
1: say, you've seen Fringe? No, 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 no.
0: But that's what I, I I wanted to say, I did find that the director of this movie we just watched, Miner, whatever his name, Steve Miner or whatever, mm-hmm. he directed one episode of Psych. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's done it, a
1: lot of TV.
0: It was the episode where I guess there's like roller derby girls or something <gasps> yes. like that. Yes, that's a good episode. <laughs> I love
1: Psych, man. That's a good. That's a good show. I know you like that
0: show. I thought you'd find <laughs> that funny.
1: I love that episode. That's a funny episode.
0: Um, I've been meaning to ask you about your thoughts on this Thanksgiving movie that's coming out. Or is out already. I don't Eli know. fucking Ross. <laughs> thank God.
1: I Get know, off your ass that... and do something, finally. Thanksgiving. <laughs> there
0: hasn't been a really good Thanksgiving horror movie, has there? Is well, that... there's
1: Thanksgiving, but I don't think there's anything else.
0: I've only heard of that because when we play... Uh, slash cards it shows up as like an example of movies that movies that uh, are start with thanks or have to do with thanksgiving yeah but i've never heard of it or seen a trailer or anything
1: there's one i guess
0: um
1: yeah i'm excited to watch it so it was a grindhouse fake trailer
0: thanksgiving was. yeah
1: thanksgiving was and now it's an actual movie which is great i love eli roth as you know I love eli Roth um, i I love his um, his approach to storytelling I'm so looking forward to I'm it. very much looking forward to it
0: I like the uh you know he's got that uh, I forgot the guy's name but I want to say Carver or something James Carver or Matthew Carver or whatever the face it kind of looks creepy it's like people are dressed up in that mask oh,
1: no, I don't know what I want.
0: The character is based on some old pilgrim. I haven't
1: seen any trailers of the actual Boofy.
0: <laughs> oh, you haven't? No. Oh, really?
1: Really? I'm oh, so that's surprised. gonna be even better
0: then for you. Yeah, I thought like, you saw the trailer. No,
1: I'm purposely not watching that
0: trailer. Oh, okay. Well then yeah, you're gonna you're gonna like it.
1: It's like my approach with books. Somebody <laughs> recommends a book, I'm like, don't tell me anything about it because I'll connect the dots. So there you go.
0: That's true. There are movies that I have been like, I don't have to watch it anymore because I've seen the trailer. Yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes I actually find more enjoyment just watching the trailers than actually sitting down with the whole movie these days. Mm. Like, sometimes when we're trying to find something to watch, if, if I just sit there and go tra- watch trailer and then I just let it go to the next one and watch the trailer, like, I feel more satisfied as if I watched three movies instead I just spent three minutes watching three trailers.
1: Oh, I do the opposite. I only watch movies and not the trailers.
0: <laughs> well, if it's a movie, this what I'm saying. Is like I haven't been intrigued enough to want to see something that I like, so that's why I'm I'm actually like okay with so just. So you're watching excited about watching this one. Yes, oh, cool. But I did see the trailer for it. Oh, that's okay. I don't know. I just uh, it's it's one of those weird things where I I'm just saying like sometimes I even if it's movies that I've seen before mm-hmm. I just like letting the trailer play and it just like makes me feel like oh great i just watched that <laughs> in a quick 30 seconds instead of having to sit down 2 hours with the movie kind of thing
1: so my brother was in town recently yeah and you I... guys had a conversation uh-huh and you guys have both watched
0: oh the serbian film serbian film <laughs>
1: and i've never seen it and i'm so sad about that
0: well i think at this point I know you it's
1: can it's on prime now or something like that right uh, here's but it's the, deal, the it's the like yeah. it's like cut like what You're... is it the um Censored version?
0: You're not going to, yeah, you would have to kind of dig deep on Scour the Internet probably to find like an actual real uncensored mm-hmm. cut of it. Which is probably only taking out a tiny little bit. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to really try to watch the movie for its full impact, then you might as well see the one that has everything in it and not the little tiny bits and pieces cut out. Um, that's my opinion. But I think you might be ready for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You were ready for it always, but it's just, like, it's not really... The problem, again, I, we, we've said it before, I think, is that it's a crazy movie that's done well, so it's, like, and I don't think I'm supposed to like it, but for some reason, I kind of like it. It's hmm. Like, it's got really horrific things that happen, but, you know, you yeah. are somewhat drawn to it because it's not done, like, super corny or, or cheap or whatever. Yeah,
1: no, I understand that. Like, and it's kind of those, like... Right now, when I was about to make dinner, I almost put on Hostel as background music, uh, music, as background noise. And instead, I just put in *Alarm Came a Spider with um, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Uh, I put that on scent. But I, I, I have a sick and twisted kind of mind, I guess. I love Hostel. I love Human Centipede. Uh, I love High Tension. And these are movies that I can just have in the background playing. I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And, uh, I, I think it says
0: something, though, that you can watch the human centipede while cooking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my, like, food, my food's good. Well, yeah. It doesn't taste like not, shit at all. <laughs> you're,
0: you're not bothered by any of this no. crazy imagery or whatever. No,
1: if there was a mouse on the screen, that would be gross.
0: <laughs> no rat ratatouille for you? No
1: ratatouille for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, I can get through uh, pretty, like, Obscene movies without we'll, a problem. We'll
0: look and see if we can find um, the Serbian film uncut somewhere for you. And then you can watch it if you want. I, uh, I've seen it one too many times, but I'll oh, watch it again with you.
1: Something was wrong with Shudder the other day. Mm-hmm. Because I I went to go watch Santa Sangre, and it brought up this whole other movie. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe it's just that movie. They put the wrong title to the wrong movie. But and then I went then it to was find happening. something else, and it was happening to all of them.
0: So it's like you're playing one thing, but it's playing another. Yeah, that's I'm funny. picking
1: one thing, and it's playing, playing another. another. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's funny. They must have had like a an update, uh, something not get updated or something. Mm. I'm sure it probably fixed itself by now, or maybe it was like. Um, Because I've had that happen sometimes when you're scrolling Mm -hmm. on your video feed and, like, doesn't load. Next thing you know, the audio starts playing from the previous video, but it's, like, what the fuck is happening?
1: Maybe I need to update my iPad.
0: Yeah, it could be that.
1: Okay. Anyway. But, yeah, Santa Saga is also another movie that's kind of, like, it's it's not too gory. I mean, yeah, a woman gets their arms chopped off and, you know... It, women get beat to death and stuff in the movie what was
0: that movie we but, saw playing in the background of uh the fourth horseman the other day
1: oh it was called it was called oh man that movie i want to watch it because we didn't finish seeing it it was called, It was like
0: some sort of like was it called like a uh some i don't know i'm thinking like dorm room well, massacre the third or something tusk, like that
1: of course no, and it was wasn't task, that one. It was the other but one. But it was Dude Bro Party Dude Massacre Bro- 3. <laughs> Dude Bro
0: Party <laughs> Massacre 3.
1: Yeah.
0: Th- that sounds like, see, that's a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know it's a horror comedy.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the Fourth Horseman, if you guys are in Los Angeles or Long Beach area, it's uh, it's a pizza bar. They have beers and pizza. Pizza and, and beers. horror themed and uh, decorated in horror motif. But they also play horror movies in the background yep. and there's a museum a horror museum we have yet to go to the horror museum because it closes at seven and we are which is never a little yeah it drinking that early well, because we have responsibilities here in la and to get to long beach by before seven I,
0: it just seems like that the place is set up to be you know there later and i just i don't know you have to get there before seven to see the museum. last time park. we
1: went they did run out of pizza
0: yeah I don't know. It's a little strange. Like, they should at least have it open so that... M- I think they would get more people interested to go check it out if it was open later. That's all. Mm-hmm. Just my suggestion.
1: That's mm-hmm. all.
0: But, yeah. They're, anyway,
1: they're yeah. Dude Pro... Ma- what is it? Dude Pro Party bro Massacre. Party three.
0: Massacre 3. <laughs> they were like, we're not even going to start with part one or two. This is just going to start with part three.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I have for today. All right.
0: That's good. Well, I'm um, glad we got together. And I'm glad we watched this crazy movie. Fives. Crisp, <laughs> um, yeah, this is good. Well, we we'll can uh, We gotta figure out what the next one is. Like, we've gotten a little bit off of the list, but, a lot uh, of, it off, a of lot it off of the list. But <laughs> there's just so many. Like, we could literally watch a different movie for the rest of our lives and yeah. st- never the, get back around issue to is the originals.
1: We keep coming and going and coming and going because life is not the easiest thing in the world. Um, but you know, when we can, we'll be here, and we'll bring the most weirdest experiences, the we most gotta, violent experiences, the most funny.
0: We gotta do an episode on that uh, Nick Nick Cage movie we <gasps> just saw the recent. Willie's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland, a movie where he actually no, gets no spoilers. The, uh, uh, okay, no spoilers.
1: No, no spoilers. spoilers. Save it for next time. Ding dong, bitch! You're next. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> to check out what we're doing visit us at ice or you can find us on social media at ice cream parlor the podcast